boys and girls of all ages, I am Mr. Mike, and this is the E3 Gamer Audiocast, or I should say the E3 Gamer 2017 Audiocast, here on the Juju2Cast Network. This is the Bethesda Press Conference, which went on basically last night, early morning this morning, you know, midnight, where most of you guys were probably asleep if you weren't watching this, Uh, but I was up, and I watched the thing. I decided to wait till today to do the podcast for uh, this uh, episode of the E3 Gamer Audiocast for Bethesda because I was so tired, I said I would never be able to talk to you guys because I'd be so too tired, so way too tired to talk to you guys. So I wanted to collect my thoughts and tell you what went down in Bethesda land as they made the whole thing like a big giant uh, amusement park. Go figure when they did that for Fallout 4 with the amusement park and all that. Yeah. So, basically, let's just recap. It was a short press conference. I don't know why they just didn't just show a video presentation of everything. And I didn't understand why they had it so late at night or early morning, whatever you want to consider it. Uh, But it was short. It was really short. And it seems like this is what's going to be like for... Nintendo's press conference when they have their treehouse uh, tomorrow. I'm pretty sure that's gonna what's gonna be going down and how long that's gonna be and all that. Uh, let's just say they didn't have a ton of games. They had a few games, some we already knew about, some that you know, and there was very few games that piqued my interest. But there were some. There were some. Uh, so I'm gonna just go down this nice quick list of stuff that you know, they were talking about or showing off over at the Bethesda Press Conference here. And I'm going to use my website to do it because I didn't write proper show notes. I just wrote down what i seen and then I'll go back and forth. So what they first showed off in the Bethesda Land Press Conference, <laughs> they announced or showed off Doom VFR and Fallout 4 VR and um, basically that's the VR approach to those two games which you can play on your Oculus Rift uh, um, uh, whatever else I don't think HoloLens because I don't even think that's really out yet so Oculus Rift um, the Samsung Gear VR I'm guessing you know all the things that you can use to play VR games on a headset on your computers and stuff so um, basically, they didn't say what it would be on if it... Well, I'm sure the PlayStation's going to be on as well, PS4, because they have their own VR, PlayStation VR headset, so I'm 100% sure that that's going to be... Those are going to be available for that. But it's basically Doom and Fallout 4 recreated a more, re, you know, redone more to be able to be played in VFR or v, virtual reality. Um... I was watching it on a stream with uh, the Giant Bomb crew where Jeff Gersman was going. And if you know him, uh, he's one of those big-time game game journalists out there. And uh, he was saying that he was not impressed. And, you know, it, it just seemed like something that was slapped onto these games. But he said that these games were... He, somebody should have first started doing this. And it's, he, he's glad that Bethesda is the first to go out in the world to introduce this stuff. So, Doom VFR, VFR and Fallout VR have been received uh, a slew of new details at the Bethesda E3 2017 press uh, presentation. Uh, the virtual reality take on id shooter seems to not 
be the full game, but rather a series of activities set throughout the action horror world. Okay, so it's not the full game. It's going to be a bunch of scenes. So, you know, it takes, you know, the cutscene. I don't know what they're going to do on that. Uh, The footage of Doom VFR showcased puzzle solving using mechanical arms, exploring uh, a delict space station using... Uh, node-based movement, and of course, blasting a whole mess of hellish beasts away with sorts of so all sorts of weapons. Uh, Fallout 4, on the other hand, is a full version of Bethesda's massive open-world game available in VR. Uh, it's coming out later this year in October on the HTC Vive. However, Bethesda hasn't clarified whether Doom VFR. Um, is only coming to Vive or whether it will also release on Oculus. I'm thinking it's going to release on everything. I think if they're putting this stuff out, I think they're going to also release these things on the PlayStation 4, uh, PS4, uh, or PlayStation VR headsets as well. I know they say HTC, HTC Vive, but I think they're going to put it on everything. If they want to make money off this stuff, they're going to put it on everything. Let's just be real candid here. They're, they're not going to just limit it to a couple of headsets or partners, unless they're getting paid a lot of money by these guys to keep it in that realm. So uh, I really think in the heart of hearts and people's paychecks and wallets that they'll actually go out and put this on other platforms. But we'll find out and see. I am not interested in it because I'm not interested in VR. I'm I'm interested in AR technology, which HoloLens and uh, Microsoft's HoloLens is going to do whenever that's fully av- available. When they actually create something that people will want, and it's not going to look like a big headdress over your head that's got 20 million cables to it. But I'm interested in that, and plus AR could do VR, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I don't know, but I'm not interested in that stuff. It looks cool, but not for me. Not for me. And you can't really show the depth of it unless if you actually have these things on and playing them right there. I bet you my one friend, he will be probably playing these games on his on his Vive. I think he has the HTC Vive. I'll have to see. Or something virtual reality. But me, I'm not, I'm not that kind of... I'm not going for that. That's not for me. Definitely not for me. At least not yet. Uh... At least not till they come up, come out with some real games to back that v, VR stuff. Next thing we're talking about, um, Elder Scrolls Online. It's their online approach to Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, and all that stuff. And Morrowind. So um, they announced a slew of DLC uh, coming out later. Uh, Horns of the Reach and Clockwork City DLC had been announced for Elder Scrolls Online. So, um, the t- two new DLC packs come in Elder Scrolls Online, um, which the upcoming Horns of Reach DLC will release this August, while the Clockwork City DLC will be available for Bethesda's Fantasy MMO in s- at some point later in the year. Horns of the Reach will add two new dungeons, uh, Fall... Falk Reach, hold on to the Bloodroot Forge, as well as the new items, achievements, and more. Additionally, the base game will get a free update uh, when this DLC pack launches, adding a new Battlegrounds map and Roulette, as well as new homes, crown crates, holiday events, and more. 
while the update will be available to all Elder Scrolls Online players, only those who own ESO or Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind will have access to the Battlegrounds content. And in addition to the new content for Elder Scrolls Online, Bethesda announced Heroes of Skyrim, a new expansion for its strategy card game, The Elder Scrolls Legends, which will release later this month. Yes, I also saw that as well. Um, because they, I guess they have an Elder Scrolls card game, which Elder Scrolls Legends, which I never knew about. I guess they showed it off last year, and I just never, never seen it. Don't really care about it. Maybe that's why. Uh, but that's also something they showed on top of that. So, uh, yeah, you know, stuff like that. I, I like my Skyrim game in general. It's that's my that's my baby right there, Skyrim. Which, of course, talking about Skyrim. They then announced Skyrim's for the Switch includes Zelda items and Amiibo compatibility. And that is coming out soon. Well, fall. Uh, so they talked more about uh, Skyrim on the Nintendo Switch will include items from, from the Legend of Zelda gameplay shown during Bethesda D3 showcase. Included a treasure ch- ch- chest, um, including a Master Sword, High... A Highland Shield and a Champion's Tunic from The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Skyrim after a compatible amiibo uh, is scanned. So they used Archer Archer um, Link, which I have Archer Link right here on my desk right in front of me. So uh, basically if I put my Archer Link on there, I'm going to get some of this cool shit. So, uh, ooh. so when I eventually purchase Skyrim for the Nintendo Switch, which eventually I probably will... Um, even though I said I wasn't going to before, I probably will down the road. Um, I can get that. So Archer Link was shown as a compatible uh, amiibo during the conference, but it's unclear what additional amiibo will also offer costumes, etc., 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 and chests. Which is cool because they're adding a little bit of a, a more t- thing, a more, um, I don't know, is it is it going to help you in your battles in Skyrim, or is it just something... That is uh, different looking, like adding a, a special coat of paint to the game. I don't know. I think it, I think anybody and anything should go into uh, Elder Scrolls or Skyrim. Why not Lincoln? Lincoln, his weapons and his uh, clothes, because it's all similar in the same way, but one's more mm, for adultish kind of things. Skyrim's more for us older people than. I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass now, but uh, it looked pretty cool. Um, Bethesda confirmed that Skyrim will arrive this fall on the Switch, but no specific release date was revealed yet. Nonetheless, Skyrim for Switch is currently available for pre-order if you want to pre-order it. Um, looks cool. Looks like Skyrim that's built for a portable device. And uh, yeah. I'll be playing more Skyrim probably on my Xbox One. So, <laughs> uh, Then uh, they went on to the next game. The next game that is basically um, a standalone story. It's not DLC or anything. And it's, for, it's called Dishonored Death of the Outsider, which has just been revealed. And uh, Dishonored 2 had come out already. And uh, I guess they wanted to make a little standalone story game for people that love Dishonored a lot and so they created Dishonored Death of the Outsider a standalone story based 
as the perfect entry point for those new to the Dishonored series, so people like me that never played it, so I can see that, has been revealed during Bethesda's E3 2017 press conference. It will be released on September 15th, featuring a new playable character, Billy, uh, Billy Lurk, who you may know from the first game's DLC, as well as the main... Dishonored 2 campaign, you'll be on a mission to kill the series' mysterious outsider along with uh, Empress Assassin Dodd. Uh, Billy Lurk will come with a full set of new powers, although uh, at the original game plus mode will be included, which adds a set of powers from the main Dishonored 2 game. So basically, um, a whole new slew of... Of Dishonored stuff, so... Eh, I don't know. I, I wanted to get Dishonored. I'd even had Dishonored 2 pre-ordered once. And then I just went, uh, nah. Nah. I, I don't know. I just went, nah. And then I just went away. All went away. <laughs> I don't know. Dishonored 2 looks amazing. Dishonored games look amazing. But I don't know if I'm gonna ever get into them. And I don't want to just jump into them if... Maybe this one would get me to jump into it, especially if it's at a good price. You know, if it's a, a standalone deal, uh, like game and stuff, and it becomes like I don't know, twenty or under someday. Uh, maybe I'll get it, dip my toes in the Dishonored, and see if I like it or not. Why not? Another thing that quickly came and went during the press conference that just you know didn't it it piqued my interest, but. I'm not a big multiplayer fan, and I'm not going to be gaming in multiplayer games online, and I'm not going to go for a $1 million cash prize or anything, but uh, they quickly talked about Quake Champions and the championship that's coming up, I guess, uh, where people can win a $1 million cash prize, mainly the main people that get into the esports team or whatever, the Bethesda esports team, I don't know what it is. Uh, they they were just showing a bunch of people playing it, and um, I just don't understand, I guess. But Quake Quake is a great game, I guess. <laughs> I think I played Quake on the PS2 once back in the day, playing it with other people. Or, but um, yeah, it it looks good, but it's not it's not for me. It's not something that I would get into to play. So they quickly showed it off because it was something that was going on. For Bethesda, you know, added into their little short press conference, added a little bit of something else. Why not? One million dollar cash prize, people, which people that will never know or care about will win it and they have to split it amongst themselves and then pay the taxes on it. So what are they gonna get? Like twenty thousand a piece, if that <laughs> depending. Who knows? Uh who knows? Well, I do know that the Evil Within two had also been announced. Never played the first one, but it looks really brutal. I mean, really brutal. Like a very dark, brutal game. Like, shit. Better watch your fucking asses, because they're going to chop and kill everybody in this one. Um, uh, Bethesda revealed the Evil Within 2. Uh, the Evil Within 2 follows uh, Japanese developer Tango Gameworks. Original 2014 survival horror game which was led by Resident Evil creator uh, Shinji Mikami. Uh, It will launch on October 13th on the PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. 
It's just more of this, more of the sequel. It's a sequel to the first game, I guess, and I guess it continues the story that's going on. I do not know more anything more about this Evil Within two. It just looks like a a trippy dark ride where um, where people are a lot of people are dead, and this guy's trying to find his daughter, I guess, and save his daughter. I guess she's still alive. At least that's what I picked up from the trailer. I don't know, not know anything about the game. I do not know what's going on. I just know there's a lot of bloodshed and a lot of killing and a lot of chop, 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 chop. And it looks like a horror game. It looks like a Resident Evil game, but more stuff added to it. So I can understand why, because the guy that created Resident Evil made this game. So very understandable. And another thing where you can chop, shoot, and kill, 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 which they ended the press conference with, the final game, hence why this podcast is going to be so short, Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus has been announced with a release date. So Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus was announced during the press media briefing. It will be released on October 27th, folks. So um, early. Uh, The reveal trailer reveals that the new... Orders protagonist BJ Blaskowitz survived the events of the first game. Uh, the first game follows him attempting to uh, foment a revolution against the U.S. occupying Nazi regime. Uh, Bethesda teased the new Wolfenstein game at last year's E3 with a new, now infamous boot up sequence. Uh, the sequence led by the reveal of Quake Champions, but mentions several Bethesda properties. Wolfenstein The New Order was released in 2014. A standalone expansion called The Old Blood was released the following year. And now we get Wolfenstein to The New Colossus. It looks badass. It looks like I gotta start playing uh, the first Wolfenstein game that I never played yet. And that was uh, The New Blood the New Order, sorry, Wolfenstein The New Order. I gotta play that so I can, uh, you know, get into the storyline because it looks badass. Well, this one's gonna be totally different than the other two, I guess. I guess they're doing uh, a bit more of it. They're doing a lot of LSD stuff and crazy stuff. It, it looks really off the charts, uh, this Wolfenstein 2. It looks really good. Uh, everybody, was, I was watching the trailer, so was all the other guys, and they were saying, whoa. What the fuck is going on here? It looks like an LSD trip and all that. And it looks pretty good. It looks really funny. It looks really good. A lot of fun killing of Nazis and stuff. And uh, I think I got to start playing that one that I just uh, paid like five bucks for before. So I'll have to get my ass back in there. I actually still, and I keep talking about it, got to get my ass back into playing Doom. Uh, But I'm playing a couple games now. I'm playing like ReCore and... Uh, God of War 3 again, so I want to get played through those games first before I go back into other stuff, but yeah, a lot of, not many games, not too many games being shown or talk about, talked about at the Bethesda press conference, but what they had, I guess it's a solid, solid amount of stuff from them for people. I was kind of hoping that there would have been a, like another Fallout announcement for this year, you know, a Fallout game from another studio within Bethesda or something, you know, that's what I was hoping for, that's what I was predicting, but that prediction fell short, so uh, no, no Fallout, New Vegas kind of a, a thing going on, maybe next year, and I'm sure next year they'll also show off, I don't even know, are they going to even do a press conference next year, or are they going to have enough stuff to do a, a press conference, or are they going to skip next year? I don't know. I want to see if Bethesda continues doing press conferences because that's got to cost them a bunch of money to do that. 
They could just do a video. They don't even need to go out there in the live, have an audience there to do a press conference. Why don't they just do an online video, which they can make up and create and announce all the stuff and, you know, talk about the stuff and then put it out that way. They don't need to spend all that money on that stuff. Just put out a video, guys. We'll all watch it. Announce it, you know, a live video, whatever. I don't know. So, uh, maybe next year we'll see and hear from Bethesda the new Elder Scrolls game that I'm sure they're going to be talking about and working on. Maybe we'll get another Fallout game. Maybe we'll get some other new stuff. Who knows? Uh, It's Bethesda. We never know what they're doing. They're like Rockstar. They make some great-ass games, and they kick some ass. The one thing that they didn't show, or they did show, but they showed, I think, only in the beginning trailer parts, but they didn't show or talk about during the show, was Prey. But I think they did show it before, but... You know, that was probably one of the games that didn't do well for them, so well for them, but oh well. It's still a great, have a whole bunch of slew of great games. And a couple games that I'm interested in are Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus, which I gotta play the first Wolfenstein games first before getting into that. And uh, Zelda, the new, the Skyrim Switch, sorry, Skyrim for Switch, of course. And, um,. And uh, probably maybe a little bit of maybe a little bit of Dishonored and the Evil Within too, but those games probably won't be on my radar too much. But the rest, eh, it's short. They had their stuff. Um, later today, we will be getting the Ubisoft press conference, and then later tonight, the Sony press conference, uh, which both of them I do plan on not just watching them, but I plan on actually doing po- both podcasts today. For those two events. And then we have tomorrow, Nintendo. So, uh, yeah. I, I give uh, Bethesda a good passing grade of uh, a B. B. A B for their press conference today. Um, not not bad. Not bad. Not great, but not bad. I guess. <laughs> um, so, that ends this podcast for the Bethesda Press Conference, the E3 Gamer 2017 Press Conference of the Bethesda Press Conference, and I spoke that out way wrong. So, if you guys got any comments or questions for me at all about this or anything else that is E3 um, related, feel free to email me at corecast2011 at gmail.com. That is corecast2011 at gmail.com which is my email address that you can reach me at. Feel free to tweet and follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Juju2Cast. That's at symbol J-U-J-U-2-C-A-S-T at Juju2Cast, my Twitter handle where I'm at. And like always, tell a friend, family member, coworker, anybody out there that you know of that likes to listen to podcasts or is interested in games or whatever and you want to promote them to something, Tell them about Juju2Cast.com. That is Juju2Cast.com, the Juju2Cast network, which I host these podcasts, videos, articles, especially all these E3 articles that I've just been putting up, one after another after another, and so much more. That's the Juju2Cast network, a nice little place where there's no ads, at least in that I can see, and if there are, just put up an ad blocker, <laughs> but there shouldn't be. Uh, but Juju2Cast.com, the Juju2Cast network, is my website for all gaming, technology, and so much more. And especially the home for E3 2017. So, game on, game hard, World Conquest, this show is wrapping up.